Welcome to the Podcock Peacast. I'm your host, the only Tyler Peacock, flying solo with you today on the show. Um, Cinco de Mayo this weekend. So, naturally, the Kentucky Derby, the first Saturday in May. This is a Saturday, a big fight, a prize fight, always on the Cinco de Mayo weekend. It's kind of like a new tradition in the fight game. We'll touch on the big bout later on. We'll get to those two. Um, catch you up on all things NBA playoffs as the uh, conference semifinals. Our, every series is two games in. We'll touch on those. This shouldn't be uh, that long of an episode, but first... I just want to give a hat tip to hockey. The hockey playoffs um, are in the middle of their conference semifinals as well. Just the overall hockey playoff experience. Um, I'm a Red Wings fan. They're not even in. It's just a joy, a pleasure. Uh, the intensity, the entertainment value. Um, and I don't know a lot about the game. I don't know a lot about the uh, players in hockey. Probably more than most, not to brag, but... It just delivers. It, it, it really does. Um, you know, you go back even to the first round. The uh, top one seeds and two seeds. So the top four seeds in both the East and West Conferences, um, Eastern and Western Conferences, bounced in the first round. I mean, you had the team um, with the best regular season, maybe of all time, definitely in the modern era, Tampa Bay Lightning. They get swept out of the first round by the Columbus Blue Jackets. I mean, could you imagine the Warriors? I mean, they they got pushed this year, I guess, if you look at it, but that series wasn't that close. But anyway, that'd be like the uh, Warriors getting swept by the Clippers this year. Or the, the Pistons, actually, um, since the Bucks had the best record in the regular season. That'd be like the Pistons sweeping the Bucks out of the playoffs. You just don't see that. Hockey, I mean, the Blue Jackets thing. I don't know if them winning... Is that much of a surprise? Uh, they do have top end talent, but the way they did it, it, it's just hockey. It always delivers. So you look now; they uh, Columbus leads their series against Boston two to one right now. The Sharks they lead their series against the Avalanche two to one. Carolina a commanding three zero series lead uh, against the Islanders and uh, Stars Blues. 2-2. Other than the Carolina series, all these look like they're seven-game series to me. I mean, it's just hockey. It's, it's the way the puck puck luck, the way the puck bounces, so to speak. It's crazy. So just wanted to give a hat tip to the hockey playoffs. Uh, y'all are delivering. And I've watched more hockey playoffs the last few years, uh, at least early on in the tournaments, more than the NBA. But the NBA... We segue. That was smooth, smooth as butter right there. The NBA, it is, uh, it is on. All the series in the conference semifinals have had the uh, first trip through the two games at the higher seed home court. Of course, um, let's start with uh, the Nuggets Trailblazers. It's a one-one series. Um, I thought going into the series. It, you know, it, it'll be a long one. And I still think that. This thing has seven written all over it to me. Uh, Nikola Jokic versus Dame Lillard. The inside guy for the the big man in the middle for the Nuggets. Lillard kind of putting his name uh, on the map more so towards the national scene. Um, 
making a name for himself, the guard from Portland. You know, I I think honestly the series kind of is it's going to come down to uh, the role players though. I mean, I there it's different styles. Portland has no answer for anybody that has an interior game. I feel like the Nuggets can just use Millsap and definitely Jokic to dominate the interior, but I prefer the Portland guards with CJ McCollum as well as Dame over the uh, Nuggets. Even though the Nuggets not terrible in the backcourt, it just it's going to come down to a role player. Um, I think I like Portland a little bit more in seven, but it, it's a coin flip series. That one's going the distance to me. It will go to the Eastern Conference now. We'll go with the uh, Raptors, Sixers, one-one series in that one. As they go back to Philly for three and four. Again, another series. This one's going to go the distance, in my opinion. Embiid, I mean, they really didn't get anything from him. But Jimmy Butler was awesome in game two. Uh, The 76ers, they have a superior starting five. That five group, in comparison to the Raptors, it's just better. But I think it all comes down to Kawhi. I mean, Kyle Lowry, we're not shocked. Shouldn't be anyway. He no-shows in a lot of playoffs. He has most of his career. It's all on Kawhi to create offense and be great defensively. I feel like that's a lot on him. I know they have the home court, but I I think I go Sixers the rest of the way in this one. You know, Embiid's going to have a game. Uh, Butler can, can give you the business. Simmons can control. You know, have like a big triple-double type game. They have shooting with Harris and Redick. Um, yeah, I I like the Sixers. I think they're deeper. And if they play defense, uh, similarly to the way they did in game two, I really like them. But like I said, this one, it's going seven. I'll take the Sixers at seven. We'll stay in the East. Boston, Milwaukee. This one, I'm flummoxed by it. Because I've never really wavered off Boston, and I, I still don't think I'm going to. I've said, you know, they've gotten to the Eastern Conference Finals Game 7 last year with pretty much the same group. I know Kyrie and Gordon Hayward's healthy. Um, but they're working out the rotation a little bit. The chemistry starting to get back. Brad Stevens, um, he's fantastic. I have a big man crush when it comes to what he does for his profession, or in his profession, for Brad Stevens. I think he's been phenomenal ever since he bursted on the scene at Butler back in the day in the college ranks. Uh, I don't know. In Milwaukee, they don't have a ton of guys that's been there. I know it's not the best matchup for Boston. Milwaukee's just, I mean, they surround a guy like Giannis who can get to the hole at will with just a bunch of shooting. It's kind of like LeBron with the Cavs early in the days. Um, it's 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 tough to really it's tough to uh, to guard that because you want to give help off him or to him uh, because he is such a dominant player and can get to the basket and finish. But you don't want to help off the shooting. I don't know. I think this goes seven as well. Uh, the coin flip. I'll just stay with Boston to be. Uh, true to myself and my word, all season, said Boston, I think they're the best team in the East. I don't care what the records, I don't care what the seeding is. Uh, they have more options when they play their A game. I don't think there's a team in the East that can match that. Maybe I'm wrong. 
but I'll I'll stick with the Celtics in seven. I think uh, we're gonna get some great series. Final series, it kind of feels like the NBA Finals, or at least that's what people say. It really hasn't the first two games. Golden State, two zip. Uh, Golden State really hasn't. They've showed flurries. I don't know if they can get to that peak performance as a team, uh, but they really haven't played an A game on either side of the floor. And, uh, of course, they've been home at Oracle, so I guess 2-0 isn't surprising. I do give Houston a chance to uh, – to claw back in the series on their home floor as, as it shifts the, to Houston for game three and four. But they're going to need Harden to be phenomenal, and he has been all year. There's no doubt about it. But you're going to need something from, from Chris Paul or Eric Gordon. You're going to need a second piece. Um, I know it's not the exact same style, but you look back at when Cleveland with LeBron and Kyrie had success against Golden State in the past when they took on the Warriors in, in the finals. Uh, when those two popped off uh, together, like a one-two punch, having a good game scoring the ball, being efficient, that's when Golden State really had issues now. Kevin Durant is on a fucking another, another level right now. I mean, I'm a huge LeBron guy, no secret about that. But KD, I mean, he's the best player in the world right now. And that hurts to say it because there's kind of a natural rivalry that has been for Seems like the last five, six, almost a decade, years, uh, LeBron or KD kind of been the two top dogs in the league for that long. But KD, I mean, I feel like he's going to give you 40 every night now. Um, It's going to be in an efficient manner. He's going to do things for you defensively. He's not a liability on that end. I mean, this guy, he it's tremendous watching. You can't help but admire his game, I mean, I know a lot of people still hate on him for, for joining up with the Warriors, and they think they've wrecked the league, and, you know, I might be a little hypocritical. I don't say that, but I haven't really had the NBA bug the last few years because it's kind of been a foregone conclusion. So enough with the with the little Warriors sidebar. They're better. They've been better. They were better than Houston. Um Last year, I thought, I, you know, even though Houston had the home floor, I kept saying, Warriors, they're still going to win. They're still going to get to the finals. Still going to win the championship. I don't know if I'll put the championship stamp on them, although I probably should, but I, I think they win the series. I, I could see it going six, though. I think Houston gets uh, I think Houston gets gets two um, two games in the series, maybe three and four, and we go back 2-2 two, two to Oracle for game five, so put some pressure on the Warriors that's all I really want though I just want the Warriors uh, in these big six or seven game series put a little pressure on them I don't want them to steamroll to the finals and to a championship uh, like I said I don't know if the championship's a foregone conclusion but uh, yeah Portland Golden State for the West final that's how I have it right now and uh, Boston Philly for the East uh, that's that's who I have moving on so um I feel like this is a perfect time to take a commercial break and come back and talk about the Cinco de Mayo Saturday in sports. Big weekend coming up for us in the betting world especially. Be back after this. Unbelievable ad read if I don't say so myself. Also, um, shout out to me. Yes. Anyway, clunky start to segment two, but here we are. Cinco de Mayo weekend. Saturday, May 4th, it's huge. Let's start with the big fight 
on Saturday night, this Saturday. Canelo Alvarez, he's going to take on Daniel Jacobs to unify the middleweight championship. Canelo, I mean, if you like him, you hate him, you got to respect the uh, skill. His lone loss, I thought he was too young for that fight, but his lone loss to uh, Floyd Mayweather Jr., but ever since then, um, he's got a draw. And a win over Triple G. Both of them pretty controversial, especially the first one. But that's besides the point. Canelo, pretty big guy. I mean, he obviously most of these fighters cut, but I, you know, Canelo is a is a pretty big middleweight. Cuts a lot of weight, but I mean, with that size, of course he has the power. But he's a great counterpuncher. A uh, pretty good defensive guy. Uh, has power. Pretty pretty slick. He's quick. You know, he, he's he's 9-0-1 since the Mayweather fight. But Daniel Jacobs, you look at Jacobs, 35 wins, two losses. And um, of those, of those uh, 37 fights he's had, 29 of them have ended in a knockout. You know, he's kind of a... Obviously, he's a he's an knockout artist, is Jacobs, but I mean, it's kind of a uh, uh, winner go home mentality, like a boomer bust, uh, hit a home run or strikeout. I think that plays right to Canelo's hands. He's the superior boxer, and um, yeah, I'll I'll take Canelo. Um, I don't think he'll finish it. I I think it'll go to decision. Um, real quick, let me look up the odds because I, uh, I'm slacking on the notes, kind of going off, um, off the dome here. You know, I'm sure Canelo's a, a, a favorite, probably a pretty sizable favorite if I had to guess. Um, here, as I'm pulling it up, this is great. Y'all, yeah, he's a huge favorite. Canelo's minus 500. Jacob's plus 350. Um, uh, so... Betting wise, I mean, I guess if you want to waste your money, there's there's zero value in Canelo. Um, maybe you put a couple bucks with the the knockout power on Jacobs if you want just to to, to ride and and take a chance. But uh, you know, Canelo decision. That's just how this fight's gonna go. It's on the on the the zone the zone, however you say it. Um, that new streaming service. Um, their pay-per-view if you want to watch it. It's in Vegas Saturday night. Big uh, Mexican fighter on Cinco de Mayo. Uh, Canelo, lock it up. He wins by uh, a unanimous decision. All right, also Saturday um, in the evening, Eastern time, of course, in the real world, uh, the Kentucky Derby. Now, I'm not a horse racing guy. I don't know jack shit about that fucking stuff. Uh, don't care about the Triple Crown either. After the Kentucky Derby, I'm pretty much out on... Horse racing, don't care about the Breeders' Cup, blah, blah, blah. But the Kentucky Derby, my ass gets into um, into position in front of a television, and I watch the fastest two minutes in the world. Also, it gets the gambling juices flowing, you know, with the, the, the trifectas, the exactas, the superfectas, just picking your pony straight up. I mean, it, it's, 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 uh, it's America. It's an American staple. That's exactly what it is. 
All right, let's look at this. Omaha Beach, if I recorded this thing yesterday, Omaha Beach was the favorite. Everything I was reading, the little notes and stuff like that. He's a uh, he's a, a stud. Going to win this thing. The, the favorite is like, I think, six or seven in a row. The uh, overall favorite, the gambling favorite, has won the Derby. Uh, I try to come up with like the best name. Uh, pick the best name, that what I think. That's part of my process. Probably not smart. I mean, just going to be honest with myself and you, the listener. Uh, but that that's kind of my process. But Omaha Beach, he scratched. He's out of the race. He's got a, uh, a breathing problem, something in his lungs. I don't know if it's an infection or what. But the favorite, gone. So now, a new favorite has to emerge, right? Improbable, 5-1. to one, And Roadster, 5-1. to one. Now, both those horses are Bob Baffert horses, and if you know anything about the Kentucky Derby or horse racing, and I don't know anything, but I know Bob Baffert, um, if, if Bob Baffert had a, a movie based on his life, hopefully it'd be a comedy, and it would probably be the Will Ferrell get-up when he's Ashley Schaefer in uh, Eastbound and Down, no doubt about it, I mean, he just has that kind of look, he's kind of a Ric Flair look type, um, Ashley Schaefer type, that's real life Bob Baffert, but he's a hell of a horse owner, Great trainer. I don't even know if you train. See, that's how much I know. I just know Bob Baffert. Anyway, he's got two horses. Uh, well, he's got three horses in this thing. But now, two of his t- horses are the favorites. The co-favorites. Other horses. Uh, well, let's just let's just go by post position. War of Will, 15 to 1. It's in the, in the one post. Tax, 20 to 1. It's two. By my standards, 15 to 1. Gray Magician, 50 to 1. And probably in the 5 hole, like I said, 5 to 1. Uh, Vacoma, don't even know if I'm saying that right. Uh, 15 to 1 in the 6 hole, maximum security. 8 to 1 in the 7 hole. Uh, Tacitus, 8 to 1 in the 8 hole. Uh, plus Q Part Fay, 30 to 1. Cutting Humor, 30 to 1. Uh, High Kel, 30 to 1. Omaha Beach, like I said, Scratch. And the 13 hole Code of Honor, 12 to 1. Win, win, win. I mean, that's a good name. That's uh, in the 14 hole, 12 to 1. Master Fencer, that's a terrible name, 50 to 1. Game Winner, 9 to 2. <laughs> I like that a lot. Roadster as well, 5 to 1 in the 17 hole. Long Range Toddy. 18 position, uh, or 18 starting spot, stall, whatever you want to call it, post, is 30 to 1. Spinoff in the uh, 19th post is 30 to 1. Country House, 30 to 1. And uh, Bodie, Body, maybe, Express, also 30 to 1. So, there you go. Now you know the post positions and all the odds. I, here we go. I'm not going to give you... Well, sure. You could take this as an exacta. Um, if I'm playing this thing, a trifecta, I'm picking a winner. I think I'm going to go with the Baffert horse. I'll go with Improbable. I kind of like Improbable uh, before he was the fa- I mean, he was right there, of course. The, the odds just kind of, you know, adjust, move around a little bit. It's not like Omaha Beach was uh, the favorite and the horse that was like, 25 to 1, 
just slings up the board to the favorite. Obviously, Improbable was the second or third um, third best bet on the board. So I'm going to take Improbable to Bob Baffert horse, and I, I kind of liked him. I uh, like the name, like Baffert being a part of this horse. I think he uh, he wins. Now, I think I like game winner to to be in the to be in the in the top three. So I'll take game winner second. That's a nine to two horse. Uh, so by the odds, he should be up in the up in the mix. Um, the only thing is he's starting sixth on, in the sixteenth post position. Uh, and he 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 well he better have one or two things I don't know if he has either but he better have a, a strong a strong start so he don't um, get squeezed to the outside or shuffled back and then if he doesn't he better have tremendous closing speed because when you're starting on the outside it's a mile and a quarter race I believe but obviously um, any imbecile even myself can figure it out. The further you are away from the rail, of course, the longer the race is going to be. So you either want to get on a great start and, and jump to uh, as close to the inside, still be in the mix, um, you know, ahead of the mid-pack, or just be a tremendous closing speed horse. But I'll, I'll give game winner uh, place. So uh, improbable win and game winner place. And then let's see here. I mean... It can't. I don't know. Maximum security. Where's Where's he starting? At? Eight to one, starting on the seven hole. Perfect. That's my third place. That's my show. Maximum Maximum security. Um. Yeah. So I'm gonna go in probable five to one to win. Um, and then for a trifecta, not an exacta trifecta, and probable maximum security and uh, sure game winner. There you go. I know nothing about the Derby. Uh, make your own wise uh, choices or stupid choices and, and pray that uh, luck strikes you in the face and uh, you cash your bets. But, I mean, it's it's cool. Love the Derby. I'm going to look up the time. I, I feel like it's always like a, a, a five, uh, 5 or 6 Eastern time start. It's always late in the day. I know the Oaks is Friday. Um the Kentucky Oaks, um, I mean, it's just going to be a huge weekend, of course, like it always is out there at Churchill Downs, but uh, the Derby's what's what, it's it's what put asses in the seats. Okay, 6.50 Eastern time, there you go, just looked it up for you, um, give you a little facts, drop a little knowledge on the 6.50 Eastern time, um, I think they'll call to post, probably going to be a wet one too, so factor that in, um, try to find out if, if the horse is a mudder, and if it's Mother was a mother, and his father was a mother. That's a, sh- a pretty clean Seinfeld reference for all you playing at home. Alrighty, then that is the program. Follow the show on Twitter at PodcockPCast. Rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Follow the show and listen to it on Spotify. Um, just Google it. I mean, we're on like all the major podcasting platforms, not the brag. But uh, yeah. Keep pushing the show. Make fun of it. I don't care. We're just trying to get some traffic. Grow the audience even more. Um, try to be more disciplined on getting us out on a weekly schedule. It's just hard where the weather's getting nice. We all want to be outside and, and do our thing. Uh, plus the sports calendar. It's not really a weekly break like football season is where 
Um, you know, in the midweek, there's really no games that significance going on. So basketball and the playoffs and stuff like that, it's harder to do with all these pop-up major events as well. Um, but when, when major shit's happening, we'll be here. Uh, try to get the fellas back on. Maybe we'll do like a, a random fuck-off show. Um, I know those were uh, pretty popular and drove a lot of listens to the show. So, um, yeah. But, I mean, we'll be around in the summer. Just keep subscribed and, uh, of course, or following, uh, depending on whether what podcasting platform you use. And the show will come right to you. And then uh, you'll listen to it. Hopefully get enjoyment out of it. And keep coming back. But, um, God, I'm tired of my my own voice as well. So I'll stop yammering. I'll sign off. This has been the only Tyler Peacock for the Podcock PCAS signing off saying Jazz and AWOL, that's our team. Step inside the party, disrupt the whole scene. When it comes to beats, well, I'm a fiend. I like my sugar with coffee and cream.